Have you always wanted to go to Mackinac Island, but you aren't even sure where to begin? No problem. Go to MackinawIsland.org. Here is the tourism page where you are going to find out all the information that you could ever want to know about Mackinac Island. You will get things to do and see, places to stay, restaurants and nightlife, how to plan your trip, island events, and all about exploring Mackinac. So be sure and go check out MackinawIsland.org for everything you need to know about the little gem located on Lake Huron. Are you wanting more Totally Mackinac Island podcast? Well, here's how you can get it. Be sure to follow Totally Mackinac Island podcast on Instagram. Not only do I share everything that I talk about on the podcast, but then throughout the rest of the week, I share other invaluable information that is actually going on on the island at that very moment. How that is done, up in my Instagram stories. I also like to share a bunch of pictures and videos that I have taken throughout my visit on the island. Another great way for more information about the podcast is always go to the blog. There I have all the links available for everything I have discussed. That is www.totallymackinaw.com. If you go on there, you will find everything I have ever discussed on the podcast, how you need to link up to it, and what other information you can have. As always, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have learned so much. I love sharing all that I can with you. It has actually even helped me learn more about the island. And I always appreciate those reaching out to give me more information to share with everyone else. Now back to the show. Located on the crystal blue waters of Lake Huron lies Mackinac Island. She is tucked in between Michigan's upper and lower peninsulas. Indulge me as I share all the ins and outs of the place that stole my heart. This is totally Mackinac Island. Hello everyone and welcome to Totally Mackinac Island. I'm your host Heather and no doubt when you arrive to Mackinac Island you think well there's going to be beaches and waters all around so I can go swimming. And while I don't want to say that's not true because Mackinac is swim at your own risk. It's not one to be known for sandy beaches. Uh, where you're going to more than likely find is more of a rockier surface for you to go along and do that. Um, but again, it is definitely one of those things to keep in mind that the currents can be extremely strong. And then with ferry boats going back and forth, there's just something to keep in mind with that. That brings us to today's interview with Brad, who was, I was lucky enough to have on the show. He shares such a great insight of an event that he kind of helped create and how it got started was very unique. So I really appreciate him coming on and sharing with all of you a little bit more about swimming with Mackinac. So please sit back and enjoy interview with Bradley. All right, everyone. Today we are joined on Totally Mackinac Island with Brad Conkey from Mackinac. And he has shared us uh, here to inform us of an interesting event that he is part of. But before we get into that, I always have to start out with what is your Mackinac Island origin story? Well, my back in my own origin story was uh, as a college kid, I went there to work in 1981 okay. and ended up working there for eight summers and uh, went back every summer after that and eventually got a piece of land there and built a home. 
and pretty much a you know a weekend warrior or summer resident as we are called nice where did you work at when you were doing that for college i started out the island house i worked at the village inn uh stonecliff uh, chippewa and my last year working there was at mission point Okay, and what were your jobs when you were working there with uh, them? Out of the eight summers, uh, seven of the summers, I was a waiter and loved mm -hmm. every minute of it. And my last summer, I was head of guest services, which is a glorified title for head of the dock porters. Okay. For Mission Point, which was a, you know, a colossal uh, full-time job. Very, very colossal, that is for sure. Yeah, well, good for you. So, um go ahead can you share with the listeners a little bit about this event um swimming around mackinac can you inform us on that well i've always been a swimmer uh swam in high school swam ever since then uh my my sons are swimmers wife is a swimmer we just love the water um and a few years ago prior to that pandemic i read about a little swim called you know swim underneath the mackinac bridge and my house looks at the bridge and I've always been intrigued about, you know, like, man, could you imagine like swimming from one end to the other? Wouldn't that be a kind of a great swim? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I read about a swim uh, that a guy put on and I thought, you know what? I said, I'm going to try it. You know, I've, I was not an open water swimmer. I've always swam in pools. So a couple of weeks before the event, I was in Torch Lake and I thought, you know, I'm going to just swim a mile and see how it goes. So I swam a mile and I was like, yeah, OK, that's cool. You know, it, was, it wasn't that wavy. So I did the swim and it was, uh, you know, it's five miles and the current is very, very strong. It was a lot harder than I thought. And they, uh, they require a wetsuit. And again, not being an open water swimmer, I thought, well, wetsuit, I'm a scuba diver. I can just wear my scuba diving wetsuit. <laughs> well, about halfway through the swim, I found out that that was probably not the best idea. And mm -hmm. when I got out of the water, I had so much chafing around my neck that um, like, uh, you know, I, I was out of a Clint Eastwood movie after being hung. Oh my gosh. Um, so I learned quickly that there is such a thing as a, you know, as a wetsuit for open water swimming. So the following year I signed up for it again because I thought that was a great accomplishment. Right. And the pandemic hit. So one of the guys in the group, he posted a little thing on the, the Facebook group and it said, hey, I have my hotel room and the weather looks nice i was thinking would anybody want to just swim around mackinac island oh and again i thought you know i always wanted to try it but just never did it and i yeah. so i sent him a message i said well I, i'm there every weekend i said count me in on it so it ended up there were 10 of us and we all met down at uh near near kind of windermere point we wanted to start there but the mayor uh luckily informed us there's some very strong currents there uh -huh. So we moved it over to in front of the Benjamins uh, places. Okay. And they allowed us access there. We staged our start there and we all had wetsuits on and we ended up just jumping in the water and we just swam around the island and we did not go into the harbor because of the ferry boats. We wanted to play it safe. So we got out around Leslie Court and then we hightailed it to the Chippewa mm -hmm. and jumped in their hot tub because we Good. were after five and a half hours of swimming, you know, in 69 degree water, we were a little nippy. And luckily Brian Bailey, the general manager of the Chippewa, saw us all coming in and he came running down with a tray full of famous rum runners. Yes. Which was a definite uh, fun way to end the race. Yeah. So the uh, we had so much fun and what really made it uh, unique was that all of us that, that swam in it, 
our family members were walking along the shore as we were swimming. So oh normally in open water swim, your family, they wave goodbye to you and then off you go. And they yeah. don't see you again. But with Mackinac Island, they people could walk along at the same pace you were swimming. And That's such a great you. point. Yeah. And it was in, in when you swim around Mackinac, the water where we, we hugged the shore, you could stand up almost at every spot we swam. So it was a very safe event as well. So we had such a great time. These two guys, uh, John Voss and Eric Hansen, the following year said, Brad, we want to organize a swim around Mackinac Island. And I told them, I said, well, it's not quite that easy. I said, Mackinac Island is a very uh, challenging place, you know, if you don't know what you're doing to get mm -hmm. anything done there. Mm -hmm. So we started talking to, you know, the city council and the state park and the Grand Hotel, you know, because obviously we needed a bigger staging place than the, the Benjamin's front yard mm -hmm. because they wanted to have about 300 people do this. Right. So we gained approvals from everybody. We got the Coast Guard approval, city council approval, state park approval, and we had we pulled off a swim. There was about 220 of us that eventually did it. And uh, everything worked out perfect. We had the finish line at Mission Point. Mm -hmm. Mission Point, you know, laid out the red carpet. They had all the buffet set up for us. They had all, they did a really great job. And then, you know, at the start, we needed a big spot to start. And there really aren't any except for in front of the Grand Hotel's beach. Mm -hmm. Again, the Grand Hotel stepped up, said, hey, this sounds like a really great event. And they allowed the race to start there. And it's, I keep saying race. It's really not a race. It's a swim. Mm -hmm. Okay. You, know, you can take as long as you want. I think one guy took eight hours to swim it, but he did it, you know? Oh, my gosh. So uh, so the following year, which was last year, uh, there was, I think, a little about 260 people swam around the island. And this year it sold out again within a couple hours. So should be Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I have to say this. Um, I have done triathlons before. And so, um, no, mind you. I did not swim as far as these. I've gone to Ironmans and watched them do swims. And swimming from a pool to open water is very different. I, I had no idea how much of a difference that was. So to swim in Lake Huron against those currents in that in that temperature of the water, that it was that overwhelming when you got in there or did your body adjust to it because you were swimming as you were going along in there yeah it is very very different again i was always a pool swimmer my whole life yeah and i only swam one other time in open water at a distance before i did the bridge swim and it is it is a complete different swim a lot of it's psychological you know in the breathing you know if there's big waves obviously your breathing changes Yes. And luckily, hopefully you're breathing on the side, opposite side of the wave hitting you. Right. A little easier. Um, but it is it is a lot different in, you know, practice is required. They do require wetsuits because, you know, you, you think, oh, yeah, I'm going to be in the water for a little while. Well, you're in the water for four to seven hours. Gosh. So it, it, it does get cold. Mm -hmm. But uh, swimming around the island, you know, I, I told them, I said, you know, I, I look out at the bridge every morning when I have my cup of coffee. You know, and I see the waves, I see the currents, and I said, you know, I go, most of the time, the waves are very little and, you know, small in the morning. So if we get out of there at 7 a.m., mm -hmm. and usually the wind blows from the northwest or west. Okay. So if we can get around to the backside of the island early, usually, usually, I keep saying, the 
it's like glass on the backside. Mm -hmm. So if you can get through the front, the backside is just, you know, you're just cruising along, looking at all the rocks underneath, and it's a very enjoyable swim. And that happened the first time. But last, last year, it was completely opposite. You know, okay. the big, there was big waves. We came around that point, and the chop came up to about, you know, I would say one to two foot waves for the back four-mile stretch, which was brutal. Yes. I never even thought about, so you, you with the race, like you were talking about the logistics of doing it with the council, but the Coast Guard. So when you're doing the race, like I know I had done one where we started and I was in Lake Michigan. And so they had people out there. Are there people that are going along with you swimming that are part of like the Coast Guard or that are in kayaks just to make sure that nobody cramps up or anything like that that you have going along there with the swim? Yes, they, uh, the one thing these two guys did when they organized all this is they really, they both of them have been involved in multiple open water swimming events. Okay. And their biggest, their, their main part of this is, is safety. Yeah. I mean, they, they had, they, they asked for kayak volunteers. They have all kinds of kayak, people in kayaks that follow along. They also have people in motorboats following along. They alerted the Mackinac Island Marine Rescue about the mm -hmm. event. And they were, they were out there. And again, the Coast Guard shows up as well, just to kind of make sure. Yep. And then they also station certified lifeguards at various points around the island. Again, just to make sure if anybody needs some help. But going back to the depth that we swim at, most of the time you can mm -hmm. stand up, which That's is very helpful. Very true. Yes, that does make a huge difference. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. Even, you know, people say, oh, I'm a great swimmer. I'm like, I'm, I'm a lifeguard. I'm a great swimmer. I'm a free diver. You know, in think I can't drown, which anybody, something can happen. You can take a bad breath of water and you can go down. And people always think that, you know, when someone drowns, they're flailing their arms, you know, help me, help me, help me. But 90, probably 90% of drownings, when people drown, it's just a silent underwater. Mm -hmm. So that's why it is important to have these people swimming along. And again, all of us that are out there swimming, we all kind of look out for each other as well. You're always swimming up next to somebody. Hey, how you doing? and encouraging people along and asking how they're doing. Right, right. You know, and that's that's fun. That's great that you say that because you said it's not, it's an event as opposed to like a race. So it's not like, so for somebody doing it. Now, um, do do they wear timing chips at all? So that way uh, the family can see where they're at. Is that provided Do you guys, even though it's not an actual race? Um, people do wear their own uh, GPS units, but it's not okay. a track. You know, so for like a person on shore can't look at their phone and see where they are. I guess you could probably link it somehow. Mm -hmm. But again, the beauty of swimming around Mackinac is you can see your swimmer. Yeah, yeah. They're they're like you can throw a bottle of water to them. That's you know? very true. And for the listener that isn't aware, the water around Mackinac is so clear. It's so clear. It is so clear. You can mm -hmm. and, and on the back side of the island, there are all these underground like uh, like rock caves and formations and everybody was just blown away by how beautiful it was it was like swimming in the it was like caribbean blue it Crystal is clear down to 40 feet it was just it was amazing swim for everybody it is it is um i think it surprises a lot of people the first time they might even bike around the island at how clear the water is and it's it's which that is another reassuring factor for you i'm sure as you're out in that water swimming oh, yeah. and mm -hmm. there's no sharks Right. Thank God. Cause that, ugh, that would freak me out. So when is the date, um, for this event this year? 
and this the fees. Yeah, this year it's Sunday, August 13th. Mm -hmm. um, they do it on a Sunday because, again, it's it's kind of a, you know, to, it's in a way to get everybody, these families, up to Mackinac Island for a weekend. Oh, good. You know, yeah, on, great point. On Saturday, we kind of have a, uh, you know, a welcome uh, event at Mission Point. And then I usually give a little bike ride for the group around the island, show them all the little neat little spots. And everybody kind of just goes and breaks on their own for lunch and has dinner and then uh, gets up in the morning at 7 a.m. at the mm -hmm. end of the boardwalk. And we start it. Okay. And the fee is uh, if you register on time when it usually sells out, it's two hundred mm -hmm. and seventy-five dollars. Then later on, if it you know there's people if people can't make it, uh, sometimes you know they they add a little extra on there. Mm -hmm. But uh, the two hundred seventy-five dollars is very reasonable considering. Yeah. You know all the different things that they got to put into it. They have a breakfast. They have a huge buffet at the end that's included. Uh, shirts all the safety precautions that have to put in place the permits wetsuits are required for this there's no ifs ands or buts correct um this year is the first time they are going to say if 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 you're not if you do not want to wear a wetsuit because some people it's just it's very constrictive mm -hmm. and they're huge open water swimmers i mean there's there's people that are olympia you know they've been the olympics that swim this thing oh my gosh and if, if you do choose that then you have to have your own kayak escort alongside oh. you for the entire race. Okay. Just Makes to cover sense. that safety aspect of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you know offhand if you've got any of those this year that are going without any wetsuits? Have they said that yet? There's some top-notch swimmers that go to this, and I, I would assume that there will be some. And yeah. One guy, one girl, the first year we did it, you know, she's. we also look, we're all going to stick together. Um, Kaylin Oldani, I'm not sure if I pronounce it right, but uh, she was a U of M triathlete, super swimmer. As we all jumped in, we said, you know, we're going to stick together on this, you know, kind of group. And she said, you know, she goes, I'd really like to, but I'd like to see how fast I could do it. Uh -huh. Well, in two and a half hours, she was finished. And oh we ended God. up, you know, finishing in four and a half hours. So wow. some of the people that do this are like, they, they're huge open water swimmers. Yes, that is impressive. Oh, my gosh. So it starts at Grand Hotel, the beach area. For the listener that is unaware, can you kind of go through these points of the race, like where it's at on the island? Because some of them might not be particularly aware of where this is at. If you if you come out of town and you're heading you know, towards the bridge, um, there's a large boardwalk that goes along. It starts about the school area and heads down. Where the boardwalk ends is where the Grand Hotel beach starts. So what we do is we stage on the boardwalk we know we want to be cognizant of you know that there's still at that even at that morning there's horses and buggies and people riding their bikes so we all stay off the road and we stage ourselves on the boardwalk and then we start and there are actually two courses there's an 8.2 mile swim and there's about a seven mile swim okay because we can't go through the harbor right with the ferry traffic right and we're, and we're starting out of town so what we do is we put a buoy down near windermere point so the people that want to do the whole race around the island, they'll go left, go around the buoy, and then come right. And then the majority of people just turn right, and they do a seven-mile swim. Okay. So technically, we're not doing it all the way around the island, but you know, if you want to, you can. Seven miles is far enough for me, trust me. You're still conquering a lot. It is yeah. a lot because once you get past, in my opinion, uh, even just riding a bike, once you get past Arch Rock, 
and then you come around to where British Landing is. That's a whole other open part of the island. It's actually, it's, it's kind of a scenic, you know, again, because it's not a race. So mm -hmm. you can kind of pause when you want. And again, because of the depth of it, if you want to, you can stand up. But, you know, as we start out, you're going along all those West Bluff homes. And then you get to Sunset Rock. Yep. You know, you pass the Grand Hotel before that. And then you come around and then, you you know, you get to British Landing. We have an aid station there where people can come in, take a break, get some you know, refreshments, fluids. And, nice. And then from there, you go around. Then you got that whole back side of the island. That's a four-mile stretch. Mm -hmm. And at the very end is Arch Rock. So we always tell people, once you guys see Arch Rock, you're, you're there. Start kicking. I think um, when it takes off, is everybody pretty good about, because it's not a race. It's not like, you know, like a triathlon or anything. Uh, be, I mean, I'm sure there's some moments that you get a little bit of kicking and everybody kind of gets in there. But then, or is everybody pretty much like they get a flow going that you're not right on top of each other. Did you feel it went pretty well with that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, John Voss does an excellent job of, he's the main organizer. He uh, does a great job of staging everybody. You know, and they have a lot, he has a whole group of volunteers that uh, that help him out. Uh, the Mackinac Women's Group, who is the main benefit of this. It's a fundraiser too, by the way. Yes. Um, I think they they raised over they twenty and $30,000 last year for the Mackinac Women's Group. He donates all the proceeds to it, um, but they come over and help also get people in the water, get people out of the water at the finish line, and uh, it's very organized. And you, I never felt like there was you know people on top of you or bumping yeah. into you, you know. And again, like you said, it's it's a swim. It's not a yeah. race. Who cares? Yeah. Do you do they ever before it starts? Like if they say if you are like that particular swimmer you mentioned. If you're more of an advanced, like come to the front and then maybe ones that might not be as advanced, maybe be more towards the back. Is that how you try to get it going? Um, they do that at the bridge swim. They, okay. They, they, they say what's your average mile time and they try to place this, the super fast swimmers at the front. But this one, because, you know, it's kind of a, you know, it's just a fun event. Yeah. You know, they just, people just go off as they want to. Okay. Yeah. Which good for them. I know. And now you um you work with some of the hotels they have discounts or blocked out rooms um who are they and what are the discounts for the hotels and other places um they vary depending on again you know room room size uh when you're booking the view uh the category but uh, mission point has a huge block that a lot of the swimmers stay at the grand hotel also has gave a great discount and quite a few people stay there um, and then other, you know, other hotels, people, you know, they stay all over the island based mm -hmm. on what, you know, price point that is uh, affordable for them. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. Most of the people at first, you know, were kind of leery about it, you know, because when a big event like that comes in, like, you know, do they close the streets down? Is it more of an inconvenience? But everybody pretty, uh, you know, received the event very well. It didn't interfere with anything because, again, we're out in the water. You yeah, know. that's that is a huge difference. And I think like I'm I'm picturing in my head, like if you were a family member or even a friend wanting to go support them, it, it would just be a fun way for you to just walk along, enjoy the day, watch them, make sure they're swimming, check in nature as you're going along M185, because it's it's again for the listener that has never been there, that is all paved around there. It is a road, it is an actual highway, they call it that. And you have a very nice walk to go along there that you could, you know, and then if you get to British Landing, you could get some food and then probably catch up with your person. Oh, yeah. Actually, it's the longest highway in the world. Yeah. Because it never ends. Ex Good point. 
That's a great one. That is yeah. a good one. <laughs> but it, but it is. It's it's a great again. Mackinac Island, their whole their whole promotion is it's a family place. Yeah. And with this swim, you know, everybody can bring their family up. And you said they walk around. They have eight point two miles of a beautiful paved road. They walk around, and halfway around the island is a cannonball, mm -hmm. which they have the greatest greatest barbecue chicken you'll ever see taste. And yeah. the families can sit there and have a nice lunch, and then catch up with their swimmer and. Uh, just a, uh, it, it's a, it is a great event and it's well, very well received by the island. So, yeah, and as much great. as I love riding my bike, I love walking around that island. I love it so much. That is one of my favorite things to do. I can just walk that entire place. Mm -hmm. I think it's so peaceful and so enjoyable. So to have, to have somebody out there swimming, doing that, that would be incredible. Now for obviously it's sold out, but there is a chance that somebody could, you know, potentially drop out and not be able to make it. Um, how, if somebody, is there a wait list? Is that how that there, works? There is a wait list. If, if they go on to, if they're, they have to be on Facebook and there's a uh, Mackinac Island swim group, Facebook page. Okay. And everything goes through that. You know, if you contact John, you know, and say, Hey, I know it's sold out. Can you put me on the wait list? Because, you know, it happens, you know, people get sick, something else comes up and, or they have an injury, they can't swim it and they drop out and there's, you know, there's always spots available mm -hmm. for somebody if they really want to do it. Okay. All right. And you have, okay, there's a training schedule. I saw that it is available on the website, which for the listeners, www.swimaroundmac.com and it's slash training. How did you guys come up with this? Um, the big swimmers come up with it, not me. Okay, right, right. <laughs> you know, there, there, there are recommendations. You know, that like running. You know, people have all their ideas of how to train for the event. But really, I mean, you just you have to be a strong swimmer. This isn't something that you know. If if you think, oh, I swim, you know, you know, ten laps in the pool a week. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is it's seven to eight miles. Mm -hmm. You know, seven one. It's seventy two lengths of a pool is one mile. Right. So you got to think it's a long, hard long. swim. Yeah. So, you know, but there is, you know, everybody has their own training schedule. These guys put together a nice one for, you know, your your swimmer if someone wants it. But it's basically just swimming a lot. And then once, you know, the warm weather starts getting out into the open water and training in that, too. Mm -hmm. you know? but yeah. A lot of it's, like, lot of it's psychological mm -hmm. with any yep. distance sport. Oh, yeah. No, it's 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 fun. See, you just un it's seeing things underwater because, again, the water is so clear. And the topography changes from, you know, small rocks by the Grand Hotel to, you know, there's sandy areas, there's areas that has like, uh, you know, seaweed, uh, you know, and then you go by British Landing and it just gets deeper and it's this beautiful, like just deep blue water. And then you come around Mission Point or I mean, uh, you know, Cannonball area, the British Landing, and then it starts getting rockier. And then as you get towards uh, the Paradise Silver Birch is on, just all these huge rock formations that if you've never been out there to see them, you know, they're incredible. Yeah, I know it would, it would be a view that you can't capture unless you're out there seeing it. That is for sure. And you mentioned that this is a fundraising event. Is this, um, um, the same fundraiser going to be raised for this year as well too? Yes. They, the, most of the, uh, fundraising goes to the Mackinac women's group, which, uh, John and, uh, Eric, you know, that was a, a group that they had been affiliated with before to the bridge swim and uh they really liked the group and just wanted to give back you know everything that we we raised oh nice yeah that's great i love that and um 
so if they wanted to get a hold of someone associated with the race, you would recommend for them to go to the Facebook page. That's going to be the best way for them to do that. Yes. Okay. Do you keep the numbers the same for the race each year or are you trying to grow it more and more? Well, the larger it gets, the log logistically it gets harder to track all the swimmers, which means you have to more have more kayakers, more boats. Right now, I think, you know, the, you know, capping it at 300 is probably a good idea. Mm -hmm. um, but again, I, you know, the, the nice thing about it is again, most you can stand up most of the way around. So even, you know, you put 600 in it, uh, you know, and it, I think it would still work out and still be a safe event, but you know, the organizers of it, they, they want to cap it at that. And rather than getting bigger and bigger and bigger, it's just, let's keep it to a sweet spot and everything's gone perfect so far. We like keep it that way. Yep. Yep. If it's, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Right. You know, now, um, you yourself, you know, you said you go up to the Island on the weekends. Do you, you have your home on the weekends or are you there full time? I'd love to be there full time, but I have to work, you know. <laughs> I know, I know. Wouldn't that yeah. be great? I know. Yeah. But no, I've been there. going up there since '81 every summer. So, uh, you know, yeah, we were up there for long weekends every weekend. And, uh, nice, nice. Do you get out now there and swim more around the island? We've always, we've always swam, you know. So it, this is where I'm curious because people often think Mac. They hear island, they think beach, they think they can lay out and do that, and British Landing has that rocky area and you could you could sit out there but all the terrain pretty much around the island you're going to get more of a rockier area when you are going out swimming is there is it kind of swim at your own risk when you are at Mackinac how does that work it is, it is definitely swim at your own risk and it is cold um, uh -huh. you know and I see we always see a lot of people jumping off the uh, the state dock out there by British Landing and, you know, I, we, we happened to be there luckily one day when a group of people jumped off and one went down and I dove in and pulled them out because they hit the water was so cold when he jumped in, he wasn't expecting it. Mm -hmm. And he took a lung full of water and, you know, especially it, it, it can be very dangerous if you mm -hmm. don't know what you're doing. Yeah. And, uh, and I know they, they did put a life buoy down there by British Landing a couple summers ago, Jason St. Ange did it. Mm -hmm. uh, which is very, you know, very helpful for swimmers out there. Right. You know, a lot of people, they do it on by British Landing or the other areas and they wade in because again, it is pretty shallow, mm -hmm. but uh, there are some dangerous current areas like by Windermere Point where there are signs do not swim and there's a reason for it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the other thing is, is that there's ferries that are coming and going. There's, you know, um, big freighters that can come and go. I mean, I know those can be pretty far out, but you have to just be, be safe with that. But the water itself can be absolutely freezing. So, you know, if you don't, I think if it's a hot day, you think, oh, I'll go get in the water and it'll be refreshing. But like you said, you don't want to go spiraling in thinking it's going to be something like the ocean, you know, right. Invigorating. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And with the, how do you guys can? Um, is there any kind of rules that you have with uh, swim as far as the weather goes? No. We. I mean, obviously, if the if you know we wake up, at, you know, it's well, like the second year, the first year we did it, the weather report was horrendous. It mm -hmm. looked like it was going to be blowing at you know twenty knots all night. And, you know, John Voss was up all night long, walk, you know, he woke up at three in the morning, rode around the island, checked it all out. And luckily for us, the wind died down at like five in the morning. 
okay. we were able to pull it off because you know if you start out and you have three foot chop it's not going to work no no so no we, we cancel it but we you know we we monitor the weather you know the day, days before and leading up to it and that night and if it is if it looks dangerous it's off okay there's no question so yeah, well, that makes sense. So if that does happen, then uh, is, is there a refund that is initiated then to the people or is it just added to the maybe the next year to go into that? We haven't had to come to that yet. Okay. I would think a lot of it, like the logistics involved, there are expenses to it. And, you know, to me, it's a fundraiser. Mm -hmm. So I would, you know, I don't know how, how they would end up doing it. Um, but to me, if it were up to me, I'd just say just keep on giving it to the Mackinac mm -hmm. Women's Group. Well, I think that can be said about any kind of sporting event like that, that you do take that risk, that there could be a potential that weather could play a factor. And you you just have to kind of suck that up and be like, yeah, I it, it wasn't going to happen. It wasn't right. going to be able to. So, um, I mean, because I, I mean, a lot of times they really will make it happen. But um, I think when it comes to swimming, it can be a whole other ball game because you if you've got those waves going there they can be very choppy very very choppy so i mean i've i don't think i've really ever encountered that on being on the ferry now i've been there when it's been like that and it's it's very surreal when you see it there's many days i've looked out there and thought there's no way i would be swimming around the island today oh god no huh <laughs> I don't even want to bike it then when it's like that because the wind the wind is what can get you you come around some of those corners and that it, it it makes it so difficult so to be in the water like that and fighting that current that would be crazy but yeah you said it all goes for charity and that's that's the biggest thing um and then for people that are really looking to maybe like look into swimming when they come visit the island would you say that they would if they're really determined they're like i really want to try and experience you know swimming or at the island would you say british landing would probably be one of the best points to recommend for them to check out um british landing is very scenic but it does drop off quickly it does get deeper okay and, and surprisingly there are some very strong currents that run around the point over there by british landing you know as far as i would say the safest place would be kind of out near arch rock oh okay very very shallow um, for a long way out. Okay. Um, the British Landing is kind of, you, see, you always see a lot of people swimming out there because that's always a halfway point. People stop, they have lunch at the Cannonball. They think, oh, it's a hot day. Let's go jump off this dock, which, you know, I guess technically you're not supposed to. Right. It is a state park dock. Um, and then the water does drop off rather quickly at British Landing. So okay. if, I guess for, you know, the safest spot, I would, I would say over by Arch Rock where it is very shallow and again you can see arch rock and there's a lot of good stone formations yeah you know what that would be that's great to know i do remember one time we were up at arch rock and we looked down and somebody had written in rocks down there i had seen that down there and so you saying that shallow that makes a lot of sense for them to be out there doing that to see it i forget what they said but i was really surprised in seeing that because again the water is so clear with that so what is something that you, what else do you like to do when you're on the island besides swimming? Go to the Pink Pony. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, I mean, people always say like, God, what do you do up there all the time, Brad? And I say, you know oh. what, every day when we go down the end of the driveway and we turn right or left, mm -hmm. you know, after breakfast and we just go riding and there's always, you know, trails to go experience and see. And, 
you know, every year, and I've been going up there since 81, every summer I've seen something that I've never seen before. Mm -hmm. Just by, you know, going around the trails, talking to people, uh, everybody has their own little uh, special spot that they, you know, they always like to go to. And yes. you just talk to people. The locals are excellent. They always, you know, tell you where to go and what to do. And, uh, you know, you can't get lost. Mm -mm. You just just take take a turn down a trail and check it out. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's I people can't believe that they think I've seen all of the island. And I'm like, no, I have not. There's parts of that island that I have not been to because I don't think they understand how big it really is, the inner part of the island, how much you can explore with it. Oh, yeah, there's all kinds of little cool caves. Yeah. Uh, you know, one year I, I, you know, I was on a mission. My sons, you know, they saw a cave, you know, Skull Cave, and we found a couple of their little ones. And then I thought, you know what, there's got to be a bunch more caves. Oh, so yeah. all the, you know, the, the local the islanders, I asked them, you know, hey, where's your favorite, you know, cool spot like a cave, you know? So I had, I, we ended up finding like 15 or 20 caves yeah. that are around the island that no one had ever, I've never saw before. Mm-hmm. It totally makes you feel like a kid again, doesn't it? Like just oh, being outside exploring. Oh, That's yeah, why I right. love it. Mm -hmm. That's why you can eat so much fudge up there because you're always yes! exercising. Is there anything else that you can think of that you would like to add for the listener today? Anything you'd like to share? I, I always tell everybody that goes to Mackinac Island, um, you know, the downtown is a beautiful area. and There's lots to do, but get out of town. Mm -hmm. Go up in the middle of the island. That's where the true beauty of Mackinac is. There's so many trails to just walk along and bike ride and you know little rock formations to see uh to me that's the beauty of Mackinac out there I you know agree. a lot of people go to Mackinac and they just go downtown and they're like what's the big deal there's a bunch of fudge shops t-shirt okay. shops and some bars but once you get out of that area you know and I always tell everybody to kind of go up the Grand Hill and then explore the middle of the island and then take British Landing Road which goes all the way down through the middle take that downhill mm -hmm. to British Landing Yes. Rather than riding around halfway around the island, looking yes. and saying, okay, we've seen enough rocks, seagulls, and water, let's go up here. And they ride, you know, two and a half, three miles uphill, and at the top, they're about ready for a divorce court. Yes, you know, yeah. Go, go those... around the middle, and then head down British Landing, and then turn left or right. Yeah. Yeah, the walking is a, it's a very neat aspect. You know, most people ride around the island, but when you do walk around the island, you're, you're at a slower pace and you notice, and I did this once because, you know, I was riding around one day, we just walked and it was like, you see so many things oh, yeah. that you rode right by. Yes. I mean, I, I walked by one time when we walked around the island, just out of the corner of my eye, I caught this purple, in the corner of my eye, it was a purple flower. And I walked into the woods and it was the largest purple lady slipper that I have ever seen in my life. It's a clump of them. And lady slippers are rare to begin with, but these were purple lady slippers. And uh, you know, I would never would have saw that if I wouldn't have been walking. Mm -hmm. Now every year I go, I, I wait for it. And when it comes out, I check it out, so. Oh, that's really neat to be able to see that. I know, I think that that is, I mean, I feel like when we would go up and rent bikes, you know, we would rent them for so long. So you're like, okay, we gotta get out there. We've gotta get the bikes back. We've gotta come back, which, you know, if you run over they'll just charge you the difference. But I, I think this allows you, if you can, like you said, see a little bit more, take in a little bit more that you might not, you know, just, ex just have fun with it. Do you have a favorite trail that you like to take? Uh, my favorite route is mm -hmm. uh, starting out now by Mission Point and going up Mission Hill mm -hmm. and then around to uh, Arch Rock, Yep. stopping by Robinson's Folly on the way. Mm -hmm. 
And then once you hit Arch Rock, you make a right onto, I believe it's Leslie Avenue. Yes. And that, and that takes you up near, you know, it kind of hugs the top of that bluff all the way to the along the back side of the island. And it's mostly on a downhill run because you've gone up at Mission Hill. And then that pops you out, you know, down near Mission Point, uh, at Mission Point uh, by British Landing. Mm -hmm. And then from that area, we usually, you know, head around uh, towards town. Once we get to British Landing, we turn left. Yep. Yeah. And very peaceful. Yeah, it has it has two two areas on the far right of it along the top of the bluff is a mountain bike trail tranquil bluff trail mm -hmm. and then to the left of that and i believe it's like leslie avenue that is a, a small little paved road yes yeah, yeah. i liked uh, that's the one i have to go on i wish i could go along the one the other um i just am afraid i'm gonna fall i'm too clumsy so um but it would be beautiful but i really enjoyed it and and things were starting to bloom so you got i got to see it as i was just walking along it was a beautiful day it was and it was fun because then as you're walking in you start to hear the airport you start to hear some things and it was it was a very very nice walk it was and just up and down exploring all of it that's that is a great one. Yeah, I'll have to share that with the listener on the map for them to see that. Oh, yeah. Do you have any other ones? Uh, crack of the Island Cave of the Woods is good. Yes, you know, there's just so many just just, you know, you, you can't see it all in one trip. You know, you mm -mm. make quite a few, but mm -hmm. any really anywhere up in the middle of the island, just follow the trails. Yep. You know, yep. but, but kind of start, you know, at the town side or like Fort Holmes. Actually, the best thing is go up to Fort Holmes and from there pick trails and head downhill. Yeah, because that's that's such a great uh, view, first of all, up there. But then you've got so much leading from there that takes you around to other spots on the island that you wouldn't even think about. Yeah, and that's, a great, it, that's a great starting spot. Mm -hmm. And it is, it is, once you get up there, everything's down. So getting up, go. you got to go up the hills. I mean, I've done the hills. I've done the stairs going up there. But once you get up there, it's, it's down. Yeah. No. And it's it's not awful to do that. No. Well, Brad, thank you so much for coming on here and sharing this wonderful information. I'm so excited to watch and and see this. Now, can anybody with the Facebook page can even if they're not part of the event, can they can they get on there? Do you guys share stuff on there? Or do they need to be part of the event? Oh no, it's 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 open to the public and it's uh, open. Okay, yeah. so then they could. Do you guys share um, like the event updates on that day on that page or any place like that? Yeah, they, they they constantly post things all throughout that leading up to that weekend's pretty heavily trafficked and then during it. Okay. Uh, and after it, you know, a lot of great photographs and. Oh, okay. I'm excited to watch that as it comes along. I, someone I had on the podcast, this is how I found out about the race is she's doing it. So right. she signed up for it. So she's been sharing her training and everything. And then, um, because I, I didn't know about it. So I'm very excited to see as that week comes along and how it goes and, and watching it as, as, as it unfolds that day. That's for sure. So yeah good luck for you have fun this year with it let's just hope for no wind and small waves i think it's going to be great for you guys i have no worries with that thank you so much for coming on today brad i thank appreciate you for it. having me yeah appreciate it. so that was brad and he shared so much great information for someone to check out for next year's event swim around mac and as he mentioned you can join their facebook group you don't have to be um doing the actual event but this is where you're going to find 
notifications if there had been a cancellation and that's Mackinac Island Swim Group. It's actually just fun to go in there and see all of the different things that people are posting with it. The training, no doubt, for this is pretty involved. So kudos to those that are doing it. All right, gang, that wraps up this week's episode. I look forward to talking to you next week about our favorite place, Mackinac Island. Totally Mackinac Island is written, produced, and edited by me, Heather. Heather.